All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome back. Jason Greger. Connor Halley with you. Thanks again to the uh, Sharks and the Wild for helping uh, set up uh, Doug Waite. And a uh, little surprise guest, Bill Guerin, is uh, Doug Waite going into the Oilers Hall of Fame on October 26th. Went, uh, it's about five weeks from today exactly. It's a Thursday night. So there you go. Many of you. Uh, definitely, if, if you are a, a big fan of the orders, you know, at any time, I think most order fans, they know the history, but if you were a fan of the orders in the, in the mid nine, in the mid nineties to the early two thousands when Doug Waite was, uh, played in Edmonton for eight seasons. I think uh, it'll be a pretty special night. Lots of fans like to go back and, and kind of see the one of the players who was their hero and, uh, see them get honored, hear what they have to say. So Doug, uh, Waite, a very well spoken guy. So uh, I would expect he's probably going to have a pretty good speech. I would guess. So we'll see. This is the Gregor Show is always presented by PlayAlberta.ca. And it's time uh, every day. This time we're joined by Mark Spector as we get to the Spec Report. Brought to you by GS Construction. As uh, they are on the cusp of celebrating their 50th anniversary and their hiring. Go to Indeed.com and look up GS Construction. Uh, it's a great company to work for. they got staying power. Got a great culture. GS S construction as uh, Mark Spector from uh, Roger Sportsnet joins us. The uh, 23-24 season, I guess, spec is officially underway now as training camp. Players were all on the ice. Uh, no Ryan McLeod, but uh, doesn't sound like it's anything that serious. Uh, you know, a little bit of a soft tissue uh, issue alongside Ekholm, who's got like a, a strained hip pointer or a tight hip pointer, uh, hip flexor, I should say. Um, you know, you, you know Ryan McLeod, it's interesting. I, I saw his weight. Right. Like he's a young guy. He's, he's 20, just turned 23. And, you know, 
got a decent sized frame. You know, him now at listed at 207 with the way he skates. Like I, the one thing that stood mm-hmm. out to me in the playoffs, I thought Ryan McLeod elevated his physical game, like playing as Todd McClellan used to say inside of guys. And when you add a little bit of strength, which usually should come with some, some muscle that that's going to allow him maybe to play there a little bit more. That's what you want out of McLeod. Watching him earlier in the season and even earlier in the playoffs uh, turn away from checks, right? The best hitters are always the fastest guys because they get on you quicker than everybody else does and you're vulnerable to get hit. And when you'd see McLeod get on someone and you'd say, oh boy, here's a chance to, you know, to pound on Petrangelo or one of those defensemen that you beat on every chance you get. Uh, and he'd turn away, you'd go, oh, man, come on, we need that hit here. So yeah. that's what the coaches are telling him. I guarantee you the coaches are telling him that. Uh, and he'll figure it out like every young player. He's fast, he's big. If he's weighing a little bit more, that could be a vital role for him. Watching today, and I know it's only day one of camp, but you had basically all the NHL guys or guys competing for NHL jobs in section uh, session number one. You know, Drake Kajula might be the only guy who has a chance who who wasn't in that group. And maybe that means he doesn't have much of a chance, so we'll see. But uh, as I was watching it, Spec, you know, Evander Kane said something yesterday in his press conference. That, you know, they've subtle little tweaks to, to their system. I watched them defensively in some of the drills that they were doing, and it definitely seems one of the things I've noticed, the center iceman wasn't, like, they just seem to be a little bit, not standing still, because that makes it sound like they don't want to do anything, but just not as busy if that makes any sense. What did, did you did you catch on anything like that? Did you say see the same thing I saw today? Do you think that's more zone instead of man or what do you think? Well, I it might be a hybrid combination like when the the owners didn't play man to man a lot. I know the one video got a lot of traction because it was Nurse and Fogel yeah. and they they played specific man to man on certain situations depending on what the puck carrier did and where the winger was and the position on the ice, right? If the guy was in the middle of the ice, you would never chase him, but they wanted him if it was up the wall. That was one time where they wanted the D-men to stay with him. But a lot of other times they played a pressure defense where guys would just attack automatically down low who's ever close it wasn't necessarily man to man so is it a little bit of a zone maybe because if you combine what Kane said and then you combine what Ekholm said where you've got to be comfortable that sometimes you might spend 30 seconds in your own zone and we don't want you suddenly running around right so it's kind of when I say it was less busy I think it's just more so getting comfortable saying you know what I can stay here and it doesn't mean I have to run over there and help this guy and run over there and help that guy and that's just day one but that was my first impression of maybe a small change well I know I remember that echo quote uh, quite vividly because I, I my ears perked up too what he said was you got to be okay with playing in your zone for a full minute and and be continue to play the system we're trying to play. He, his quote was, you can't play it for 30 seconds and then go off on your own program, and now we're all just running around. Yeah. Right? So, you know, I, I got to – this isn't – like the analytics world, obviously they want – you know, they, they reward – there's a lot of statistics that reward defensemen who get the puck out quick, right? get it on the tape and get it out puck transition first pass succession all those things they all count they're all important but what you have to realize is 
there are going to be times when you're stuck in your zone for a minute. I don't care how good you are. It doesn't mean you're having a bad shift or you're a bad player or something bad's happening. The other team's trying too. So Ekholm, there's Ekholm. He's a, in everybody's books. He's an excellent defenseman. And he's talking to us yesterday about the times that he's stuck in his zone for the full minute. Hey, it's going to happen, and you got to be able to survive it. That means your forwards. That means your defensemen. You know, look it in the eye and say, okay, they've got us this shift. Let's get to a whistle and not get scored on. And that, that's what Ekholm's talking about, and I think that's what you want to see from an Oilers team that's maybe been pretty good in the first 30 seconds for a while here, but they don't always get through the full minute, do they? <laughs> yeah, a lot of times it's becoming comfortable when you're uncomfortable. Right. And just learning because I get and nobody. I don't care. Nobody likes it when you're defending for too long because you just feel like, oh, it, if, for some reason, it feels more you get more tired. You're taxed. It's emotional. It's physical and all that. And so if you can just look at I know Strutty used to talk about it. And Sean Brown said the other day, he goes, sometimes, you know what, man, it's just you don't have to win the shift. Just break even. And even if if it's territorial, it looks like the other team, because if you can let them cycle around the outside and they want to settle for outside shots. You'll take that all day long. Who cares? Fire away from there, right? And and that's so it is something to watch for. It's hard in preseason because A, the opposition, yeah. B, the lineup isn't, you know, it's eight, nine, ten veterans at times, at least the first few preseason games anyway. So it's more so what you pick up in practice. And for anybody who's gonna go to the scrimmage on Saturday, that would be a time to watch to see what the little subtle changes are there. Uh, defensive zone. They didn't do much neutral zone work today. So I can't comment on the, on the neutral zone stuff that, that Evander Kane had hinted at, uh, yesterday. So that's obviously yeah. going to come up in another day. Uh, Mark Spector here on the Jason Greger show. Um, spec. I covered that game that Doug, I covered that game when Essatikinen got traded for Doug Waite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In New York, right underneath the, uh, basically they just changed rooms. Move their bag from one down. Yeah, oh, here you go. Grab went, your bag. Yeah, There's your bag. The morning, went to the morning skate, and Doug Waite was a some guy for the Islanders. He'd been rumored, you know? He'd been rumored to come into Edmonton in a couple of things. And in the morning, he was a ranger, and we got to the rink for, you know, at 4.30 for a 6.30 game, whatever it was. And darn if he wasn't a, a Edmonton order. And, uh, <laughs> you know, again, as he was saying, his family didn't know. There was no cell phones and all that. It was a lot of fun. It was a weird day. <laughs> well, the thing about that trade, like there's a trade that works out for both teams, right? The New York Rangers, they get Esatikin oh. and they win a cup. And uh, the orders yeah. get Doug Wade, who becomes basically their leading scorer for eight years. Right, uh, just under a point a game player for those eight seasons in Edmonton. Yeah, I don't know. Give, I mean, Glenn Sather hated that part of his tenure here, trading off all those good players he'd brought in, and his his owner was selling guys, and it was it was over at that point, and he knew it. But give him credit; he made a hell of a trade there. Uh, you're right that that trade was like Calgary trading a Ginla for a Newendike for a Ginla, right? Uh, very similar. Edmonton gets Wade; he's good for a long time, and and uh, Tickenin was good for a short time in New York, but they won a Stanley Cup. That's all they wanted. Yeah, hundred percent. So it uh, it worked out. Now you you look at the at the orders spec, and it's very early. It's one day, but Sutter yep. Peterson. That's the battle for the fourth line center. You can throw in Ramey, Raphael Lavoie, and you know you know Adam Ernie thinks, hey, maybe if he blows the doors off, that that he can somehow earn himself a contract too. But you know Brandon Sutter today it was interesting talking to him just about. 
what he went through with the long COVID and how it really just, you know, it's his immune system. And he just, he had real bad issues with shortness of breath and it took a long time. And he had a lengthy conversation with Jonathan Taves about a year into it. And, and he said it was just kind of a relief to hear from someone else and get his opinion on it. And then the last four months for him, he's really, well, last six months, I should say, but really since July, that's when he said, okay, you know what? I can skate. And so he started skating every day and every day. And um, I, I'm intrigued to see, like, I don't expect him to be, you know, what he was as a 28-year-old. Heck, I don't care if you don't miss any games when you're a 34-year-old, unless you're an elite player, rarely are you the same as you were when you're 28. But I just, he hasn't had much miles on his body. Obviously, he's had a, you know, an immune system that got, you got ravaged by a virus. But I'm very curious to see what he has because he doesn't have the contract. Peterson has the contract, but Peterson doesn't have the resume that Sutter has. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Uh, for what I know about Ken Holland, and we've been watching him here for five years, I'm looking at a fourth line here with Matthias Janmark on the left side and and Derek Ryan on the right side. And if Brandon Sutter can play, Brandon Sutter in the middle. You're looking at a bunch of guys. You know, Brandon's played almost 800 games uh you know, Jan Mark is a veteran, veteran player, and and Ryan is is played the least games of him because he started his career at twenty nine. But yeah, uh, to me, when I look at championship teams and I look at all the, you know, I've been to a lot of cups, covered a lot of good teams over the years. Not enough of them in this city lately, but I think that's starting to change. When I look at those teams, Jason, and I look at their fourth lines, they don't have kids on them. They don't have young guys on the way up. They don't have kids who are trying to bump around the league. They don't have guys, you know, who you're wondering, geez, I don't really know what Lane Peterson's game is like. Nothing against Peterson, but he ain't Brandon Sutter. So to me, if ever there is a job that is Sutter's to lose, that is, I don't care what Peterson does. If Sutter's good, he gets the job 1,000%. And look at that fourth line. How do you like that for a fourth line, Jay? Three veteran guys who all know how to check. Two good face-off men. They all kill penalties. You got good size. That is the kind of fourth line that a cup winner has. Yeah, you know, it's interesting, though. I was looking at the combinations because I think Pedersen was kind of holding Ryan McLeod's spot. And they had McLeod yes, or Pedersen yeah. with Fogel and Ryan. And you had Holloway with Sutter and Yanmark. Yanmark moved over to the right side. He can play both sides. He says it doesn't matter to him. But And it was just like interesting because then you have Fogel and, and Holloway on each line with some speed. And now maybe they'll switch it around at different times. But they liked Fogel, Ryan, and McLeod at times last year a lot. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see Fogel when McLeod returns with Derek Ryan to start. Well, that, listen, we're going to, it's 82 games and that's the beauty. You get to move it around and figure stuff out and all that. I'm kind of jumping to game six in a playoff series when you got a 3-2 lead and there's four minutes left, right? Who's going over the boards at left wing, uh, you know, in that situation with Sutter and Ryan? Is it going to be Holloway or is it going to be Yanmark? You know, that's kind of what I'm getting at. When you need a penalty killed when you need a shift where you're not getting scored on and it's the chips are down, man. And we're in May or maybe June. Um, I'm not saying there's not a place in your team for Holloway. There certainly is. But at that moment, if I'm throwing Sutter and Ryan over the boards at left wing, I'm probably not throwing a rookie out there with them in that situation. How about that? It could be right. Spec, we will, uh, we'll chat more about it. We'll see how it unfolds. And then, of course, open practice Saturday and uh, first preseason game Sunday and then Monday in Winnipeg. Have a good one.
All right, I'll see you tonight. It's uh, Mark Spector. That's right. He will see us uh, tonight. Having a little gathering. I like it. Uh, it's a Spec Report brought to you by GS Construction. When we come back, big game tomorrow night. The Elks are rolling. Can they get a point against the BC Lions? We'll find out from a veteran offensive player next on the Jason Greger Show, live on Sports 1440 and Orders Nation YouTube, presented by PlayAlberta.ca and live in the Ewell studio, E-W-E-L.ca. 526. Lots of texts flying in at 833-401-1440. Uh, Brett with one T, Norman a combine, iMac, uh, huge fans of the uh, interview with Waite and Garen Guy's great idea to bring on uh, both of them and one of Waite's teammates. Yeah, hey, give a big shout out to uh, the Slate man, Bradley Slate. That was, uh, that was all his idea, our executive producer. We love it. Uh, really good idea. And uh, big thanks to the Sharks and Wild for making that happen. I like it. And uh, hey, speaking of making it happen, suddenly the Elks have been making it happen lately. They are four and one in their last five games and uh, playing pretty well. I would say uh, quite well, uh, to be honest, as it's time now to get to the uh, CFL report brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling Home. The no payments, no interest for one year on your furnace. Stay warm all winter. LegacyHeating.ca. And we are joined by a veteran receiver of the surging Elks, Manny Arsenal joins us. And uh, Manny, things can change quickly in uh, pro sports. Uh, obviously, the start was not what your team wanted. Uh, you make a change at offensive coordinator. You make a change at quarterback. And uh, it's really injected some life into the team. And I got to think, just a lot more fun atmosphere. Everybody likes winning. I don't care what age you're at. But uh, when it's your job, it must be a lot more fun. Can you can you maybe just talk about you know how those changes have really energized your group? Um, I would say as a whole, I think um, the bigger picture, I think guys are more locked into the details. Um, and like you say, winning brings about confidence. It brings about more trust. So in all three phases, I think the locker room is able to count on the guy on side of them a little bit more other than thinking that each individual can win the game on his own, which led us to points where we wasn't able to finish games early in the year or come together as an offense, defense, and special teams. But I think getting that, that first win or the second win, then you see the third one come along, you know what, it just brings about um, the trust factor, but the attention to detail and having a sense of urgency amongst the group and the entire locker room. Um, when we just look at it from a football perspective, being um, inside the organization or inside that facility with the guys. But um, like you say, everybody likes winning. You know, the city supports you more, you know, fans get behind you. Um, it's just a better morale and energy um, that's in the city of Edmonton being to the slow start that we got off to, but to be able to turn things around and um, just start playing football and winning games is, you know what, like you say, it's fun. Manny, um, the one big thing for your team now, and I, you know, and I don't even say this, you know, smart athlete or anything like that. Obviously, you know, guys haven't had the offensive success that you'd want against BC to put it politely this year. You know, two shutouts, it's almost unheard of. But yeah. now you roll in with a lot of confidence. What, what do you feel your offense? A, you've got more confidence. You feel guys can rely on. But what did BC do to stifle you so much offensively that you have to, as a group, ensure it doesn't happen again? Yeah, man, you just got to find ways to finish. You know, um, RP got those guys playing. Um, 
playing a good brand of football over that way. You know, that bend but don't break type of mentality. But I just think for us, man, it's not so much about the BC Lions and the two shutouts that they've had. It's really that you versus you and um, doing your job aspect. So I figure if we execute our assignment and do what we're supposed to do at the end of the game, everything else will take care of itself. But you can't go into this game with the mindset of, you know what, this is a team that didn't shut us out twice, or this is a team that's dialing for first place, or, you know, it's good to um, respect your opponent, but um, at the same time, don't forget to give yourself credit. And when you look at the standings and, and just the, um, I would say, the streak or just the, the, the um, I don't even know the word for it, but when you look at the standings and everything at teams, it's easy to place everyone above the Elks due to how we started off. So, I know for us, it's about taking care of our business and um, relying on the guys, relying on the guys that's over in that facility that shows up every day, you know, putting in the work. But, um, yeah, it's just one of those positions we put ourselves in as a team, not being able to finish early on. And, you know, BC took advantage of that. But they know, just as well as we know, that isn't the same Elk team that was shut out twice. But at the end of the day, we have to come out, play four quarters of football, finish, and uh, find ways to make plays. And as an offense, stay on the field. Manny, you've been uh, around the CFL since 2009. You've seen a lot in the CFL and even in the NFL. Um, I, I don't want to compare him to anybody, but what excites you most about a young Trey Ford when, you, when you're in the huddle or maybe even when you're watching him on the field? What kind of What's the wow moments for you? I guess it really don't excite me till we break down the film the next day, and I actually see what he did. Cause um, it's either I'm out there blocking or going out for a route and seeing the play break down. He scrambles and makes something happen, but I really don't get to like see what y'all see from the TV copy until the next day. But um, like I tell people, man, that's a kid. Well, not a kid. That's a young man that's um, taking advantage of his opportunity. You know, he patiently waited, and now given a chance. Um, he's doing what any um, um, next man up should do, and that's when the time is his time. You go out there and execute and make the most of it. But uh, what he's doing, like I told him, man, it's kind of bigger than him. You know, this for that next Canadian kid that one day that might want to be a quarterback in the CFL, and you know how it is when it gets to that, but he's doing something, man, that's bigger than him, being able to give kids out there, whether it's in youth sports or the Canadian universities, hope, man, that one day they can be out here quarterbacking in the um, CFL game. So his success, man, not only helping the organization, but, man, I think it's helping people spread out all through Canada um, by his play and what he's accomplishing right now and achieving while being out there on the field. You know what? That's really well said. Uh, it, it's bigger than him. You're right, because it's been such a long time for the CFL to have a Canadian quarterback who, who can you know be a difference maker, not just out there. Like He's one of the most exciting players in the game right now, and he excites his own teammates, and he's incredibly well-spoken. We had him on the show earlier this week. He's a very level-headed guy. And and the thing is, like he hasn't had a massive amount of reps. You've seen quarterbacks you know, a few years in, and then all of a sudden they explode, and you're like, oh my goodness, this guy's going to be dominant. And I I think we're kind of seeing that right in front of our eyes with Trey Ford. It's just, you know, uh, you know, Jarius Jackson has certain calls, and Trey Ford talked about how he's not putting him in situations to fail. He's putting him in situations to succeed. And as he sees more, it's just 
you know, the opportunities are endless because eventually teams might try to stop him running, which I think is going to be very difficult uh, because of that one spin move. But once he becomes even more comfortable throwing the ball downfield, my goodness, he'd almost be unstoppable. Yeah, and that's the thing, too, man. Trey's a quarterback. You know, everybody have their opinions and say he runs too much, he does this or that. But that's when plays break down and he finds ways to extend plays. The guy can throw, you know, he can run, pass, all the above. But regardless, man, as you can see in this game, you can't please everybody and people don't have their opinions. But this guy's out here making plays and finding ways to extend plays and he's giving us opportunities to be in ball games. Um, at the end of the day, and that's the thing that matters most. But the biggest thing, man, consistency is key. So all I want him to do is continue to keep doing what he's doing and each week find ways to improve and get better. Manuel Arsenault joins us. Manny, with all your experience, and, and you kind of, you know, you went away from football for a bit, then you came back to the CFL, and you're not a coach. It's not your responsibility to coach. Obviously, your responsibility is to play and know the playbook and everything like that. But, like, a lot of your teammates talk about how, like, Manny's kind of like the the older brother almost, you know, a little bit bordered on to the dad. I don't want to say you're old, but you know what I mean? Like the, the sounding board for guys who can give them advice. Uh, how how much is that, how serious is that responsibility for you, and, and how comfortable are you having that responsibility? Man, to whom much is given, much is required. But you know what? I embrace the role. That's why I'm still playing. You know, I play for those guys. That's in that locker room, man. And like you said, I've been around the game long enough to the point, man, um, giving these guys tools and resources to be successful on the field and off the field is the biggest thing. And what you see a lot of the times is non-football is what keep guys out of football. So that's the first order of the business is to handle your business and never forget why you're here, you know. And um, they kind of respect that from a guy that's been there, done that, been at the top of the mountain, didn't hit rock bottom, but found ways to shake back. And sometimes when you're around someone that's been in those trenches and um, actually um, live or live in what it is that they preaching, it's easy to gravitate towards that and respect it. And, like, for me, guys come up to me, you know, and that's the best part about it where I don't have to, you know what I'm saying, pull a guy to the side or try to tell them things. It's they, hey, OG, man, you got a second? Or how would you deal with this situation? But um, that, that's what you need, man. Veteran guys around that's just going to help shape, mold, and set the culture in a locker room for a team. And, you know, sometimes it's hard when you just got the blind leading the blind, you know. So um, <laughs> being able to um, be a voice for these guys, man, and just teaching the ropes, that's what it's all about, and that's what – keep you around and, and bring that excitement about playing the game. Because at the end of the day, it's a brotherhood. You can't play football forever. And something about football, man, it shrinks the world and connect the dots. And um, throughout the United States and throughout North America, being that we up here in the CFL. But, no, nah, it's just something that comes natural. And when I came into the game, I had veterans around me. They gave me the game. So it's only right for me to give the game back while I'm out here playing still. Oh, that's fantastic. And 
We mentioned uh, your quarterback. Uh, your offensive line's been absolutely shredding it. The running game, it's like 150 yards for free. And, and also, you know, receiving core and, and their blocking assignments and, and Brown running the ball. Like, Trey Ford's been a great playmaker here lately, but uh, I can't overlook just the contribution that Brown's made uh, for this group. And, you know, I, you've, been, you've been that difference maker guy lots in your career, Manny, where, you know, you go into the game, you're expected to make a lot of big plays. And your team now has a lot of guys offensively that are playmakers. Yeah, and that's what it's about, man. Um, let the game come to you. And I know a lot of times, man, you know, you want that TSN top 10 play or you want to pull up the CSL.ca and you're in the top three, top five statistically. But sometimes you just got to chop wood, carry water, and be consistent week in and week out. And the numbers and individual accolades going to take care of itself. But more importantly, is about these team wins and setting yourself up at the end of the year for a chance to get in the playoffs. And that's the thing, man. It's all about getting hot at the right time. But you know how it is. Guys have families to feed and, and different things of that sort. So you always want to get the numbers and, 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 and have the stats so you see where you rank amongst the others. But sometimes, man, a lot of stuff, Everything happens for a reason, and you might not be that big number of guy or have those flashy plays, but you keep chipping away at it, and things will take care of itself. And that's look at KB, his first ever thousand yard season in his career. Everybody wasn't big on him or talking about him, but he stayed with it, kept at it. We've been able to turn things around, and now you're looking what he topped one, two, or three, a lot. With, um, throughout the running backs in the CFL um, and creating his own buzz. But it's all about a team effort and those guys up front and, you know, defense doing their thing to give us the opportunity to stay on the field. But it's going to soon come. Like, you got Gino, you got um, Kyra Moore, we call him Swerve, Gavin Cobb doing his thing, Dylan Mitchell. You know, he got hot last year and he's going to heat up this year. Um, Dunbar, we can get him back. But everybody's able to contribute in whichever way. And that's the good thing about our receiving core is that everybody's game is different and bring a different aspect. Now it's about showcasing them. But um, each week is going to be somebody week. And whoever that guy is, you got to go out there and make the most of it. But right now, you know, Trey Ford and KB, we leaning on those two. And um, everything else is going to take care of itself far as spreading the ball around to the receivers and letting those guys light up and do their thing. Manny, great stuff, man. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. Continued success and uh, should be an exciting crowd tomorrow night to watch the Elks versus the Lions. Continued success. Oh, man, appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Manny Arsenault. The Manny Show. Or actually, it's Manny Show 84 on Twitter. Man, he's really well-spoken dude. Very well-spoken. He's obviously not a surprise. He's done a lot of public speaking. And embracing his role as a guy who used to be the number one go-to receiver, he still catches balls. What is it, up to like 143 consecutive games? He's got a catch. He's reliable. But, you know, he does a lot of the things that his teammates don't overlook, but maybe get overlooked by media and, and fans at times. Just, you know, the blocking and different things. A very effective player. Come back. What a show it's been today. The McCon man and Slates are killing it. We will come back. We've got a lot of text to get to in our uh, Jiffy Lube inbox, 833-401-1440. It's Gregor Halley with you on the Jason Gregor Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back. Jason Greger, Connor Halley with you as we wrap up. What a show today. If you missed anything, where were you? Hey, don't worry. Get the podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Oh, you can rewatch it on YouTube. If you like all the individual interviews, are up at jasongregor.com. We had Doug Wade, Bill Guerin joined in to surprise his former teammate as he's going up on the Oilers Hall of Fame. Uh, Manny Arsenault, uh, man, he was great. Uh, of course, uh, we had Terry Ryan early for two hours. We had uh, Livingston, a little racing. Uh, Fluto Shinzawa, great report on the Boston Bruins and where they're at and their search for a centerman. Hello, hello. I got a milk carton looking for centerman. So we'll see. Charlie Coyle, can he step up? Who knows? Uh, Bonte Hill, 49ers look pretty good. Bosa. If the, Bosa's like it was half for a sack. This is the easiest bet ever. Get in on it. Are you kidding me? They got two injuries on the O-line. Heck, tonight might be the night. Bet two sacks for Bosa. Honestly, might be one. Now, I'm not saying it's a shoebox bet, but it's good. Let's see. Now, uh, let's get to the conversation. Brandon Sutter. Uh, address the media today and we start out i just asked him hey you feel like a rookie a little bit as you're uh, you're back uh in training camp for the first time in two years yeah yeah a little, a little bit nervous again for first time in a long time but uh um not as good i was able to come in uh, the last couple of weeks get comfortable a little bit and always good to get the first couple of days over with so uh um so far it's been good it's a very rare situation to go two years without playing and do you have a sense of, of how you feel now because i think people see the skill and the smarts it's more so is it is cardio the only real issue that you envision or maybe just kind of getting the pace of the game yeah i think you just uh, first and foremost getting your body back into it after two years and uh you know, I'm 34 years old now, and that's uh, it's never easy playing at this level. And you got to respect that uh, everyone here is in prime shape. So um, it's been a lot of work getting to this point, and uh, I'm just happy to be be feeling good here now. And uh, like I said, you get the first couple of days of where start feeling yourself a little bit and get the cardio going, and uh, um, so far so good. Brandon, I know your story is well documented, but can you kind of take us back to the timeline and how it all kind of happened? <laughs> how much time you got? <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not getting into too much too specific, yeah. but uh, um, the hardest part was just figuring out for the longest time what was actually wrong. And, and uh, once I got that kind of narrowed down, I was able to work through it. It just took uh, a long time to get there. And um, the last probably eight months, six, eight months was when I noticed, uh, I started noticing a difference. I started feeling like myself again and got my breath back. I had this horrible shortness of breath for, for about two years. And um, once I got able to get that back, started training again and uh, just kept improving, improving. And uh, I kind of had a point this summer I said July I'm gonna start skating like like I like I can like I normally would for a normal season and uh, um, after about three four weeks I was pretty confident and um, at that point uh, just talked to major and started making calls and uh, uh, just happy it worked out here so like I said I'm just happy to be here happy for another opportunity and it's a great spot to be so trying to make the most of it it's gonna be scary because not a lot is known about that's a new disease not a lot is known about COVID like yeah and it's uh, um, you know you hear the term long COVID and you assume it's with the virus but it's uh, it's more your immune system's reaction to it and i was just all out of sorts and it just took a long time to figure out why um and uh you know i had a lot of a lot of help a lot of different doctors um doctors in vancouver were great trying to help me and um ended up being a couple local guys around home that were uh, um able to help me out and yeah, it's just been a long road, but uh, like I said, I'm, I'm happy, uh, you know, first and foremost, to be back to being a normal dad again and normal husband again and uh, get my life back. And then uh, once that happened, I kind of decided I want to try to play, um, give another shot. So uh, here we are. So is it all in the past? Like, do you have to worry about getting COVID again and how your body would react to it at that point? Uh, no, no, it's uh, kind of a different, uh, a little different than that. It's not quite as simple as that, but it's, uh, um, no, there shouldn't be any uh, issue. It's, uh, again, I feel like over the last, probably the last month still, my every day, every week, I just feel better and better so I'm still working through some things but uh, I'm able to c- compete and work out hard and uh, it's not really uh, holding me back at all. Did, so did you talk to Jonathan Caves at all about his experience yeah. trying to compare notes? Yeah it was uh, it was actually pretty good to talk to him he reached out to me about a year ago and at that point maybe a year and a half ago at that point I didn't know what was going on and um, um, hearing his take on it kind of gave me a bit of insight and we had some a little bit different but uh, very similar immune system stuff and um, you know to know what he's feeling like uh, hopefully he's feeling better now I'm not sure what his status is but uh, um, yeah it's not fun but it was nice to have someone to talk to and it's happy he reached out and um, we've kind of kept in touch over the last year and a half just kind of seeing what each other's doing uh, hopefully he's uh, feeling better and better don't necessarily know where, where all this leads to but you think about that time where you felt like the game was slipping through your fingers and now to be out here skating around it's been a long journey but how yeah. does this kind of feel to be trying to recapture some of this and just yeah there yeah it's nice um yeah you think about where you were two years ago it was just horrible and um where you are now it's it's a huge change and I think even last winter I started skating with the Rebels and Red Deer again and just getting back on the ice getting back in the room with uh even though the junior kids it was uh just kind of felt that uh just that little fire inside that still wants to try it and and uh just wasn't quite ready to let my career end on on those terms and um I'm just uh you know proud I got back to the point I'm at now and um like I said we'll see what happens but uh I'm feeling good and and uh I'm hungry to play so I'm looking forward to uh, the opportunity there's Brandon Sutter. Uh, the whole interview will be up at jasongregor.com. But uh, guy, hard to hard not to root for him when you, you hear everything he's been through. And I know there's a lot of people out there that have some family or friends who you know had their immune system uh, with, with after getting COVID. So hopefully you're doing all right, and um, you can you can find a way through it, similar to how Brandon Sutter did. Have yourselves a wonderful night. Uh, we'll see everybody. At the fourteen forty little client party later tonight, so uh, that should be uh, loads of fun. On behalf of Connor Halley, Declan Kruger, 
Brad Slater. I'm Jason Greger. If you missed anything, go to the podcast or jasongreger.com and get all of the interviews there. Let's get to the uh, Comment of Sports Center update brought to you by Ewell that gives you more than premium quality electrical products. If you're ready to elevate your projects, contact Ewell to discuss how they can partner with your success. E-W-E-L dot C-A. Good night. Here's Connor Howley. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.